you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call, 845-430-8415. Me, I'm Kyle Stroud. He, he's Pat James. It's been a little while, but we are happy to be back with you as we are now inside of 30 days until the first pitch for the Carolina baseball season here in 2022. Uh, Pat, things kind of jump on you in a hurry. You have the holidays and then all of a sudden you look at the calendar and it's baseball time. And we've got a lot that we're going to get into about the team and the overview, looking at the schedule, but that's not what this is about. This is going to be a player profile. We're going to run through the roster. Uh, we'll release these two at a time, Monday through Friday. So you'll get 10 players a week. And in total, we're going to do 27 and it's the returning players. Um, don't worry about the newcomers. Pat is going to have that covered in the Boschmer Bulletin, which you will get emails for if you follow. If you don't follow, then I recommend you do so that you can know who the new guys are coming to Carolina this season. So, I mean, fitting that it, it works out this way, but also we decided just to do this alphabetically. We're just going to pick up where we left off with our last Bosch to the bigs. Patrick Alvarez is player number one here on our player profile. Yeah, I mean, very fitting, not only in terms of, you know, a big guy, you know, who we just had on, but also probably the hottest name uh, on this UNC baseball team, you know, throughout this off season, um, you know, just kind of going back a little bit, you know, Patrick, you know, he came in, uh, came in and started a lot of games there his freshman year in 2020 during the COVID shortened season and showed, you know, some ability there at the plate, um, played, made 15 starts at third base, you know, over 18 games before that season got cut short. But, you know, you saw with Matt Horvath's arrival last season, where Alvarez moved back to his natural position of second base, where, you know, just his struggles defensively kind of limited him to only one game in all of 2021. Um, and although, you know, he had that kind of limited experience, you know, as we talked about with him on the show back in, I believe that was October, um, you know, he really kind of, you know, continued working and improving over the course of the year. And you saw that over the summer, you know, he comes out, Slashes 313, 446, 477 with the Coastal Plain League's Ashboro Copperheads and really just, I mean, carried that success over into the fall. Yeah, you know, his freshman year, you mentioned he had played a lot. He was over at the hot corner. Um, I was a bit surprised last year when we never saw him on the field and not just starting. Obviously, we knew about the hype with Matt Horvath and Johnny Casagnazzi, but that he just wasn't out there at all, even when we saw some struggles from each of them and wasn't really in the mix. Um, finding out a little bit later into the season that it was partially defensive struggles, partially there's just a lot of depth at those positions mm -hmm. for the last couple of seasons. And that depth continues, which I think kind of speaks to the fact that he has put in so much work that he's risen from the bottom of the depth chart to who we expect to be the second baseman on opening day for the Tar Heels. And if anything from that World Series and especially this scrimmages go somewhere in that six, seven range, which is a, to me, a very big transition spot in the lineup. If you can get on base and extend that inning so that you can eventually get back to that top of the order a lot quicker. And we've seen it before guys at the top of the order in this lineup can drive in runs as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have a guy there at Angel Zarate uh, who racked up some RBIs last year. And, you know, we think personally that he's going to be you know, probably in that two spot just to have that opportunity to drive in more runs. But, you know, another thing about Patrick that, you know, I personally really like is, you know, you look at this team and last year, you know, walks were somewhat of an issue. You know, the team's 10.4% walk rate was its lowest since 2008. And uh, Alvarez has proven very capable of drawing walks over his career. 
Uh, he had 29 walks compared to just 18 strikeouts last summer, you know, and at five foot seven, as coach Forbes has kind of talked to us about, you know, he's got a smaller zone and you really have to make a pitch to him. And I think that's been sometimes kind of, it helps to be a little guy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, <laughs> as they always say, I mean, they make that comparison to Jose Altuve um, and it's definitely helped him out. I mean, you see uh, some sort of parallels there. Uh, just in terms of, you know, the pitches that you have to make to him. So I think that could be an asset for this team. You know, a guy who can get on base there more towards the bottom of the lineup, set up those opportunities that you talked about. I think it speaks a lot to him as far as a person goes, because becoming a better defensive player can hurt. And I mean that both literally and figuratively, because you're going to take a lot of ground balls in order to get better. But it also can hurt the ego to kind of admit to yourself that, hey, this is something that I need to get better on when so much of today's game is focused on the offense. The defense can can kind of get lost in the shuffle when in reality, it's something that can keep you on the field when you're going through those offensive struggles because it will. So big props to him and kind of shows who he is as a person and a player that he was the one who went in, put in that work to get better so that he can get on the field and bring that approach to the plate in the bat with him. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it does help that, you know, he's had some guys really to learn from uh, over the first few years of his career kind of in that area. I mean, the name who really, you know, comes to mind is Dallas Tesser, uh, obviously a different position and stuff. But I mean, he's kind of he embodied that as much as anybody over these last few years. Um, so I think that is a very just sort of unselfish approach that Patrick has taken. And, you know, I mean, as you mentioned, I'll even earlier, throw in Angel Zarate. We all yeah, know the story. of Absolutely. Him. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, in terms of Angel Zarate, I mean, you said, you know, we're looking at Patrick as probably the opening day second baseman. Uh, and I think there's even a chance that, you know, depending on how things shake out, you know, we could even see him in left field. Um, he got a little bit of work there uh, in the fall, just here and there, nothing major. But because he has that bat, I mean, if he can kind of make a commitment to improving out there as well, if they give him some minutes, uh, I think that could definitely be, you know, a big asset for this team as well. Yeah, I know Coach Forbes has mentioned that if they want to kind of match up, if they're going against the lefty and want a heavy uh, lineup for righties, that that's an option of being able to put him out there. So he's got some versatility too. And Johnny Castagnazzi, who will probably be slotted into first base, and we'll get to him a little bit uh, later this week, um, he's got that versatility. We already saw that too. So you'll see some moving pieces, and it's nice that Alvarez, if even in a pinch, had to go over to the hot corner, had some experience over there as well. Yeah, I think that's super helpful. I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, that he can turn to and can be, you know, another way he can add value to this team. Um, you know, we talked a little bit, you know, uh, for being such a short stature and everything, you know, it definitely has some pop. I mean, we saw it especially in the fall, four doubles, three homers. Um, so, again, I mean, kind of adding to what you said earlier, I mean, to be able to have a guy who has that much pop, you know, potentially there in that six to nine range, I mean, could be huge for this team. Yeah, and I could even see as the season progresses and, if he continues to have good at-bats, stays in the lineup because the defense stays where it's been, he could even be a guy who's in that two role. I don't know that mm-hmm. I'd put him as a leadoff or in the middle of the lineup, but I could see him being in that two spot if you need him. Yeah, I think and I think you can make an argument that maybe his position in the lineup is maybe more flexible than anybody else in a sense. I mean, not that some of these guys couldn't hit in other spots, but I just think that he's the one who has kind of, I guess, the widest range of outcomes in terms of where you could slide into the lineup. So that's Patrick Alvarez. And we're going to wrap up every one of these player profiles with a number to know. Pat went, did some digging as Pat does <laughs> and has one number that we want you to know going into this season, something just to keep an eye on or something maybe that from the past. And 
that's how we'll end this one and every other one. So take it away, Pat. Yeah. So for Patrick Alvarez, the number to know is one, which is the total number of errors that he committed in 36 games last summer uh, with Ashboro Copperheads. Obviously, as we mentioned earlier, I mean, defense is really going to be kind of what determines Patrick's role. You know, if he comes out there and he happens to struggle defensively, you know, as he did, you know, at times last season, I mean, as much as we've raved about his bat over the course of the year and even on this show, um, that's a way to find himself out of lineup. I mean, we know how important that is, you know, not just in baseball in general, but, you know, how much of an emphasis UNC places on that side of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just if he can continue to show improvement there on the defensive end, you know, we saw it continue over in the fall as well, uh, where he was able to limit those errors and those chances. Uh, I think that that'll be huge for this team and really kind of be able to cement himself as the breakout candidate that we think he really can be. He's Pat James. I'm Kyle Stroud. That is our player profile for Patrick Alvarez, third-year player infielder for the North Carolina Tar Heels here in the 2022 season. Thanks for listening to Boss to the Bulls.